You're listening to Rock, Pop, and Roll. How's everybody doing? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. I'm doing really good because I I think I'm going to like listening to the music of this episode. I mean, I like I, I like every episode we do. I do. And the music in it. But this one is special. Hang on, it's rock, pop, and roll. Everything that is good about rock and roll, why don't we know about Pat Todd and the Rank Outsiders? Why don't, why don't we know? Why don't we know about the band Pat Todd and the Rank Outsiders? We focus on the 80s almost exclusively. This, this episode doesn't, but it does. Pat Todd and the Rank Outsiders. It's a, it, it's throwback to what we do love about music, about rock and roll. This is Rob, live to digital from Indiana, the Rock Pop and Roll Podcast. Pat Todd has been called, as I did my research, the most sincere rock and roll singer on the planet. Why don't we? Why didn't I? So that's the bigger question. For a second, if I may. (laughs) Why didn't I know about Pad Todd? I mean, I have been immersed since the 19s, you know, grew up on AM radio in the 70s. But immersed in that, in in rock and roll, the Tom Petty, the Springsteen, the John Fogarty, the Stones, you know, the stuff with guitars. Rock and roll, right? How did I just discover Pat Todd and the Rank Outsiders. I don't know. I don't I don't even remember exactly how I did stumble upon them. But when I did, I think I was on Spotify and just bumping around listening to things. And if you like this, you might like this. So maybe it was a, a suggestion on Spotify. So I, I started listening. I started listening to the albums. And he was in a band before the band that he's in now. He was in a band called the Lazy Cowgirls, LA-based punk rock band. Been around a long time. Uh, They broke up in 2004, called it quits after about 25 years of making music. And then then he formed his new band. And I found out the guys in the Cowgirls, they formed in 83. Pat Todd, I live in Indiana. Pat Todd was from Indiana. His guitarist in the Lazy Cowgirls, Doug Phillips, was from Indiana. Bassist Keith Telligman from Indiana. They found an Indiana-born drummer named Alan Clark in L.A. after they drove into town at about 8 o'clock in a giant school bus. Drove into traffic in L.A. That was their introduction to L.A. They made it, he said. Lazy Cowgirls recorded 11 albums of punk rock, roots rock and roll, and then morphed into the band that he's in now. How did I not know about the sound of Pat Todd. (music) 
It's a song called Where She Is, Where Is She Now, from his uh, first album with this band back in 2007. It was a 28-song double album. He released another album in 2008. And all his stuff sounds to me like it's a band in a room recording together. It doesn't sound like, ah, let's lay down the drums and the bass and let's overdub some guitars and let's overdub the vocals a whole bunch of different times. Let's cut it together until it's perfect. That's not what he is. That's not what this band is. This band, it's organic at the expense of pristine studio recordings. And I'm okay with, I'm okay with that, especially after listening to more of it. So a little bit of history. In 2004, the Lazy Cowgirls toured Japan and America. The guitar player said he was going to quit and move back to Indiana. The quote from Pat Todd is, ah, Original members are always overrated in bands. People run out of steam. They run out of passion. Most people in bands are usually drug along by one or two members. So when this guy quit, the guitars quit. Pat Todd made a decision. He said he could get some new members, keep the Cowgirls, but instead he decided it was time for a change. Put his name on the uh, up front, and the rest is has been album after album of of great rock and roll. They took their name from a Lazy Cowgirls album called Rank Outsider. So his first album together with this new band, The Outskirts of Your Heart, 2007, holding on to Trouble's hand in 2008. And man, it just this is from uh, that second album, holding on to Trouble's hand, the title cut. Just rocks. While you can. Is it punk? I mean, it's fast. I don't think it's punk. And I so I just kept digging and digging and kept listening and listening. And what it reminded me of was Jason and the Scorchers. It reminded me of the Georgia Satellites in their prime. Cow punk. Reminded me of uh, Montana Dick. Gassed up guitarists. Bang, bang drums. In fifth gear. There's nothing, there's nothing really new in what they do, but what they do sounds fresh in a retro way. This long love letter from their second album. This is uh, rock, pop, and roll. I'm Rob. Thanks for listening to the podcast. However, you listen to your podcast. There's a there's a distinct Chuck Berry thing in there going uh, going on too, right? Nothing wrong with that. It's like they've taken all of these. Not tropes, but ideas and sounds and vibes, feelings from 
you know, going back into you talk to Chuck Berry, going back to the fifties through the sixties into the seventies with the Rolling Stones kind of sound, and it just taking all of it, putting it in a room, plugging in some amps, turning them way up, and rocking. So that was from a 2013 album, a song called Back to the Wind. 14th and Nowhere was the name of that LP. And we're just running through. Man, this is what we're doing. We're just running through some songs. And, you know, give me 30 minutes of your life and maybe I can change it for the better if you dig rock and roll and and, and this sound and what it is. And it's discovering somebody that maybe should have been found before, certainly by me. I, I'm, I'm like, man, I'm, I'm so glad that I've stumbled onto it. He says, Pat Todd says, we always seem to attract the people who were music fans. The people that like, that like the New York Dolls and the Stooges and Hank Williams and Johnny Cash and liked Van Morrison and Muddy Waters and they liked the Rolling Stones. Those were the people that, uh, that they, he says, they always seem to attract. Those were our fans. So he gets a, going up to 2016 with an album called Blood and Treasure, 2019, an album called The Past Came Call. And as I listened, those were the two albums. I mean, there's so much to listen to, 28 songs on that debut, and I haven't gotten all the way through it. Honest. Not yet. I love it because there's a lot still to discover as you go back. But the Blood and Treasure and The Past Came Call and albums are the two that initially uh, have tugged at my rock and roll heart so i want to play you a couple of cuts off of off of blood and treasure that uh, there's some acoustic guitar that comes into into play I mean, can you hear Exile on Main Street in there? I can. Just Another Broken Day. Name of that cut. So I say acoustic guitars, but there's always the, the, the grinding, the dirty... Uh, electrics going on as well also off of that album a song called west of your last chance giving you a taste of it pat todd and the Rank Outsiders. There's video of them uh, that I found on YouTube. If you look around, there's a couple of them that have like the sound run through the soundboard, and so it's clean. Look for those. This is, this is rock, pop, 
and roll. Total inspiration from the Stones, the Ramones, a little bit of Dylan in there. Those three bands pretty much cover everything that they love about music, it seems. Total inspiration in sounds and chord changes from from 50 years ago. Those Chuck Berry riffs. Those Sweet Jane changes. Chords. Ain't nothing new in it. It's all about the business of the presentation. And the beauty that I see, I guess it's just for me. Gonna trust my own blind It just makes me smile listening to that. My own ways and I don't know for blood and treasure. And then the past came calling from uh, 2019. One of my favorites off that album, a song called Run. Back when they released the 14th and Nowhere album. I just wanted to hear that hook. Back when they released the uh, 14th and Nowhere album, Slug Magazine, uh, a writer there wrote that... Uh, that album, full of high energy that plays on the tradition of the last 75 years of American rock and roll. Best played out on the title track of that album. Some exciting, fast, and gritty chords. He's not wrong. The guitar players in the band right now, Nick Alexander and Kevin Keller, just each speaker, right? Left speaker, right speaker, guitar in both places. And they echo so well in the faces. And even... Like a 1974 ACDC if they were fronted by Keith Richards. Hang on to that. They play like they have to sound like that or they'll combust. All times that we had before. They were good, but I still one more. Giving up's an easy thing to do. Please, it seems I believe to be you when it's too bad. Yeah, yeah, well, it's too bad. That's from an album called There's Pretty Things in Palookaville from 2021. And I just hear that sounds, that's like Bon Scott, ACDC-ish. Song called Cheap Nostalgia. So you want to hear a band recorded in a room together, kind of lo-fi and alive. And as I listen to it in my headphones, yeah, is is it lo-fi? I don't, you know. The first time I heard it, it sounded so different than everything that's on, you know, that you might listen to from 2022. It's just not, it's not as clean. It's not as pristine. And that's okay. Because the more you listen to it, you realize, well, it's not recorded with one microphone just set up. They've, they've done their, they've done some work, but it sounds like they just do best if they you know, replicate what they do live. 
nothing cute. Unless you call harmonica and acoustic guitar cute, but it's raw on all the albums. And they're also goddamn kind and forgive you all the goddamn time. Still you get up on it. Get up on it. that whiskey and cigarette voice of Pat Todd. Pat Todd and the Rank Outsiders. This is Rock, Pop, and Roll, the podcast. Thanks for hanging in there. Thanks for listening. Episode number 34. Digging into and discovering a guy in a band that I should have discovered long ago. Unconventional for 2022 has the seeds of the garage rock, the Louie Louie messiness and brashness just makes it feel, I don't know, it's feel, it just feels real. He had an album, he's had a couple of EPs. Now, he's been, he's put out a lot of singles, this band. You know, they're they're close enough to members of the, of the punk scene in L.A. that there's a lot of compilation albums that are put out on different labels, and he and the band contribute to those labels' one-offs. Put out a couple of EPs in 2022. One of them, we talked about Chuck Berry. One of them was called Blues Soul and Rock and Roll. We talked about Chuck Berry. They play some Chuck Berry. Ain't nothing wrong with playing Chuck. Dig into it, boys. I hope you're listening with headphones because it sounds really good with the headphones in the ears. Yeah, rock and roll. This is rock, pop, and roll. And this is Rob. There's a messiness to it, but also smart and poetic and played and sung like their lives depend on it. Like they have to get it out. Like they have to let it out. A forcefulness. A need. That's what I dig about them. Grinding yet explosive rock. It's five guys somewhere around the age of 55, 60, 65. They're not young guys. I hope I'm not overestimating. You know, if one of them's 52, my bad. But they play, there's no airs about them. They just get up there and they rock. If you watch the live video, Pat Todd will routinely, as the band's playing, hop off the front of the stage because they're typically in it like a club, you know? 50 people in there and they're they're doing their thing. He hops off the front of the stage, turns around, faces the band, and listens to them. Listens to them rock. I'm like, man, I I like it that he's down there with the the fans. And and it's hardcore fans, right? It's not like they're pawing at him, trying to get his hair and his clothes and a memento of the occasion. He becomes one of them and they, one of the band with that move. They know how to rock. They know... What it is they do, what they have to do. They rip into the Chuck Berry moves and they twist it fiendishly enough into another shade of rock that it echoes instead of mimics. Down on 7th Avenue was that other EP of 2022. This is the title cut. Time's come and gone. 
I say, when you're done with me, go dig into some Pat Todd and the Rank Outsiders and turn it up. This is Rock, Pop, and Roll. And that is our deep dive. Not really deep. Feels like we just, you know, you can dive deeper. Splash into that rock and roll. uh, Because I think, I do. If you trust me, and if you've been around for some of these episodes, I hope we, we, the one thing we figured out is we kind of like the same things. We like some of those same sounds. Dig into Pat Todd. And the Rank Outsiders. Subscribe to Rock, Pop, and Roll wherever you get your podcast. And find all the episodes at rockpopandroll.com. There you go. That's the podcast. There's about 22 minutes of it today. A little short one. That's all right. We've done a couple of 45 minutes. We did a couple three. We did the three part episode on Minnesota. We we deserve to do a 22 minute one here, right? I'll leave you with one last fact, one last song in just a moment. Thanks for listening. As Brad said, subscribe to the podcast wherever you do get your podcast. If you want to listen to any of the old episodes, The Clearing House, the place to find all of it, the social media. The uh, previous episodes. It's rock, pop, and roll.com. You can go there and you can email us. And if you do one thing this week, give us a little five star review. Just click fifth star. It helps the algorithm, I think, right? They say it does. Who's they? Appreciate you listening. One last fact before we do get out of here. You know, Bruce Springsteen has a new Souls, Soul Cover album. And I've listened to it, and it's all right. A little, a little uh, antiseptic, a little sterile for me. Good voice. Good soul voice with it. Picks out great songs to cover. And one of the songs that he covered was a song by a guy named Tyrone Davis. It was released as a single back in February of 1970. It was Davis's second hit spent two weeks at number one on the Billboard R&B singles chart, reached number three on the pop chart. So Springsteen covered Turn Back the Hands of Time on his new album. Well, Pat Todd, on his 2021 album, Palookaville, covered Turn Back the Hands of Time. And I can't help but think if Bruce had taken these soul songs that he loved so much and just dirtied them up, got them a little more raw. What could he have done with them? I mean, they, what he did is he replicated, he had Ron Aniello, his producer, replicate the sound of the original, and then he sang over it. And there's horns, and there's good stuff, and it's good, it's good, but it's not great. Well, Pat Todd turned back the hands of time from 2021, Let's leave with his version of that song. The meat's my life complete. If I had one more chance, we'd have a love so sweet. And leaving would be the last thing on my mind. If I could turn back the hands of time. Back the hands of time.
thanks for listening. I do appreciate it every time. I'm Rob. This is Rock, Pop, and Roll, the podcast. Be good to each other. Talk to you next time. Listening to Rock, Pop, and Roll.